0: Praise the Lord! It's good to be at church on a Sunday night. We're so glad that you're here with us. As Brother Rob said, make sure you're careful as you go out on these Sunday night, on these Sunday night, Wednesday night services. Now that it it gets dark, at, you know, so early. You know, I think about it getting dark. I have to change over to military time. Seventeen hundred getting dark sounds a little bit better than five o'clock. You know. How I many you saw the full moon We were coming in tonight? It's a big old full moon out there. So anyway, that, that, that means nothing. It's just pretty. I didn't, I'm, you know, with that. Praise the Lord. Well, if you got your Bible, go to Galatians chapter 3 with me. I'm going to talk tonight about the subject of divine healing and health. But from this standpoint, healing through the finished work of God in Christ Jesus healing our health through the finished work of God in Christ Jesus now we're singing you know he's still working he never stops working And uh, but yet now tonight I'm going to talk about that this work has been finished but you understand we're talking about in two different arenas here that once God has done something God can do something 2,000 years ago that's still working today still effective today how many know the blood of Jesus is still speaking today hallelujah and whoever calls on the name of the lord the blood of jesus is shed for them shed for all mankind in fact that's the message you know god was in christ not counting your sins against you be reconciled to god he's reconciled himself to you you be reconciled to him but here in galatians chapter three and tonight we're gonna i'm gonna read from the new living translation then also the amplified classic it's called now just the old amplified bible all these, most of these verses, I think we'll read them in both, if not all of them. But here in Galatians 3, look at verse 13. But Christ has rescued us. Well, you know, us means me. means you. So sometimes, you know, when we read the Bible, we've got to make it personal. A lot of times people, you know, it's interesting. They'll put everything off. They, they, you know, they, they make it almost too inclusive to where they leave themselves out. Don't leave yourself out. Christ has rescued you, or me, from the curse pronounced by the law when he was hung on the cross. He took upon himself the curse for our wrongdoing and for my wrongdoing, for it is written in the scriptures, cursed is everyone who is hung on a tree. How many of you know Jesus went to the cross? That's the tree it's talking about there, is that right? And he says there that through that, Christ has, not going to, He has rescued us. You know, the King James says, He has redeemed us. Not going to, the action has already taken place. The redeeming has already been done. Now, the Amplified Classic says, Christ purchased our freedom, redeeming us from the curse, the doom of the law, and its condemnation by Himself. Becoming a, becoming a curse for us. For it is written in the scriptures, cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree or is crucified. That's, that's quoting there Deuteronomy 21, 23. But Christ purchased. Purchased, is that present tense or past tense? It's past tense. So this is an action that took place in the past that has present day application. He has purchased our redemption for us from the curse of the law. Now, we're not going to go back there tonight, but if you read the curse of the law, in any covenant, there's a blessing and there's a curse. And the law that was given to Moses, if you go to Deuteronomy 28, you know, he talks about the blessed, if you keep the words of this law, you'll be blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed coming in, blessed going out, just blessed everywhere by doing what God said. Amen? But if you don't do what God said, then we you open yourself up to the curse of the law? And he lists all kinds of different things in there. Tonight we're talking about healing. So let's just center up on that. And he finally gets down there in 2861 and says, even every plague, every disease that's not listed here will come upon you if you don't obey God. That's the curse of the law. But Christ, he said here, has redeemed us from every sickness and disease mentioned in the book and everyone not even mentioned in the book. So guess what? We're already redeemed from whatever new thing comes along and from whatever old thing's still out there. We have been redeemed, purchased from that. We have been, uh, l- listen again with the new living, we have been rescued. S- say this I am rescued from sickness and disease because it's part of the curse. You see? I'm rescued from. Not, I'm not waiting to. Now, so many times as Christians, and you hear Christians talk about, they're waiting for God to heal them. I'm, I'm believing God for my healing. You don't have to believe God for your healing. You have to believe God you are healed because it's already been paid for. How many of you, how many of you have been given a gift card? Right? Did you pay for the gift card? Already paid for it. But how many of you are like a lot of Christians you got the gift of healing you got the gift of redemption but you've never used the gift card It's sitting there listen to me I'm not I'm not cheapening the word when I say this here but you it sits there on your shelf or in your in your drawer in your in your you know your dresser or in the kitchen that gift card sits there been paid for but you never Open it up and look at it and go use it. This said, we have been rescued. So it's already paid for. Now Jesus acted as the will of God in action on the earth, but he acted as if the work had already been done. Why? Because God had already made the decision that this is what it was going to be. I want us to look in Luke chapter chapter 5. rather. Luke chapter 5. This is one of them one of my favorite places to go to look at the subject of healing and to to teach and to to go this way. But, uh, you know, you hear people say, I hear people say, well, I'm waiting for the manifestation. What are you waiting for? If you have to wait till it manifests to say you have it, then you're not in faith. I don't mean to be mean or anything, but I just want to point that out. You're not in faith. You're hoping. Now, don't, don't put hope Hope's a living thing. Faith, hope, and love. They're alive, right? But you have to move from hope to faith. See, because hope says someday I'm going to have it. A lot of, a lot of uh, Christians love God. and You know, love God on their way to heaven. Absolutely. Going to spend eternity with God. Absolutely. But they've never turned hope into faith on the earth where it comes to the area of healing. Or having their needs met. Or any of the other things we've been redeemed from. Get a hold of Brother Hagen's book, Redeemed from Sin, Sickness and Disease, Poverty and Lack and Death, the second death, glory to God. All right, Luke chapter 5 verse 17, New Living, one day while Jesus was teaching some Pharisees and teachers of religious law were sitting nearby, it seemed that these men showed up from every village in all of Galilee and Judea as well as from Jerusalem and the Lord's healing power was strongly with Jesus. How I many you know Acts 10, 38 says how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power We went about doing good and healing? All. Well, if Jesus was there, the healing power was there. The Pastors said it this morning. He's Emmanuel, God with us. Never leave us nor forsake us. I wonder if the healing power is still present with us today. If he's with us, just a thought, let's move on here. Some men came carrying a paralyzed man in a sleeping mat. They tried to take him inside to the crowd, but they uh, tried to take him inside to Jesus, but they couldn't reach him because of the crowd. So they went up to the roof and took off some towels and they lowered the sick man on his mat down into the crowd right in front of Jesus. Seeing their faith, Jesus said to the man, Young man, your sins are forgiven. Now, when we just look at that, it looks like this, this is the what in the world are you talking about, Jesus? Your sins are forgiven. He, he doesn't need forgiveness of sins, Jesus. He needs healed. All right? But Jesus knows something that we don't know. And they didn't know it that day. And we're going to get there. So I know some of you already already running ahead of me, but kind of stay with me here. Kind of laying this out. But the Pharisees and teachers of the religious law said to themselves, who does he think he is? That's blasphemy. Only God can forgive sins. Jesus knew what they were thinking, so he asked them, why do you question this in your hearts is it easier to say your sins are forgiven or stand up and walk so i will prove to you that the son of man has authority on earth to forgive sins jesus turned to the paralyzed man and said stand up pick up your mat and go home immediately as everyone watched the man jumped up and picked up his mat went home praising god everyone was gripped with great wonder and awe, and they praised god exclaiming (laughs) look what they exclaimed We have seen amazing things today. Now, from what we read here, it's apparent that Jesus felt that the forgiveness of the sins of sins and healing of the body could be done interchangeably. Because he said, Son, your sins are forgiven. They said, wait a minute, you can't do that. You're not God. Only God can forgive sins. He said, Well, that you might know that I've been given authority. Who'd that come from? God the Father to forgive sins. I say that he told the man, take up your bed and walk. In other words, he spoke healing to him. You know, the man could have taken up his his bed and walked the moment Jesus said, your sins are forgiven you. According to Jesus, there was no difference between saying, your sins are forgiven, and to tell the man to stand up, pick up your mat, and go home. The Amplified Bible, let's skip down here if we can to verse 20. When he saw their confidence in him springing forth from their faith, he said, Man, your sins are forgiven you. And the scribes and Pharisees began to reason and question and argue, saying, Who is this man who speaks blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God alone? But Jesus, knowing their thoughts and questionings, answered them, Why do you question in your hearts? Which is easier to say, Your sins are forgiven you, or to say, Arise and walk? So what's easier to say? Your sins are forgiven? Well, rise and walk. Now, I would say this, most Christians, I, 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 I can't speak for all of them, but I would, I would almost venture that in this room right now, most of you believe that when, once you got born again, you received the forgiveness of sins. Is that correct? How many of you would say, my sins are forgiven? Okay. Why? Because we believe in the finished work of God concerning what he did in Christ to pay the price for our sin. He became sin who knew no sin that we might be made the righteousness of God in him, in Christ. So he became sin. But you know the same man that became sin also bore our sickness and disease at the same time. He said, so what's it easier to say? Your sins are forgiven or rise up and walk? Amen. Bless you. So let's go to 1 Peter chapter 2. 1 Peter chapter 2, of course, verse 24. Now remember Christ has redeemed us, right? From the curse of the law, for it's written, "Cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree." Or at the cross. He redeemed us. He rescued us. I like the way the the New Living says, he rescued us. All right, here he says in uh, 1 Peter 2, 24, again, this is the New Living, he personally, I love that, carried our sins in his body on the cross so that we can be dead to sin and live for what is right. By his wounds, the King James says what? By his stripes, you are healed well he personally carried my sins in his body on the cross that i can be dead to sin and that i can live for what is right by his wounds i am healed notice what body carried our sins the body of jesus what body took stripes that we might be healed the body of jesus this was not it two, this was at the same, during this time of the passion of Jesus, his death at the cross, during this time Jesus fully redeemed us and he rose again victorious over death, hell, and the grave and over all the power of the enemy, glory to God. Now one of the things that we have to establish now is to, is to understand this, that sickness and disease is not from God. Sickness and disease entered in to the human race through man's sin. Because sickness and disease steals, kills, and destroys. And that's of the devil. Right? That's of the devil. Glory to God. So at the same time, if it is true that he did what? Carried our sins in his own body on the cross that we being dead could live unto righteousness or live unto what's right, dead to sin. If that is true, then it is equally true that by his stripes we are healed. You cannot separate that. They are the same action at the same time by the same Messiah, the same Savior, has done that for us. Amplified Classic says he personally bore our sins, excuse me, In his own body on the tree, as on an altar, and offered himself on it. I like that it brings that out, on a tree. That's what it said in Galatians 3. As as on an altar, and offered himself on it, that we might die and cease to exist to sin and live to righteousness. By his wounds you have been healed. Glory to God. Now, you know, once, once we really begin to see this, it's going to have to, we're going to have to change. You're not going to, just because you hear this once doesn't mean you're going to change your belief system. But you have to constantly go over these verses, constantly go over these ver- verses in the Bible that reinforce, I don't know who he's reading after, I, mem- I can't remember who he, who he said, but Brother Hagin said, somebody said, constantly feed yourself in areas of faith and healing Constantly. So he said, I took that up and I constantly fed myself in that area because either my, me or someone I know is going to need to stand against these things. Healing. Do you know anybody that has not been attacked by sickness and disease? You don't know one person. Why? Because the devil's after everybody. He wants you off this planet because he wants this planet. You know, he could care less if you go to hell or heaven. Just get out of his way. Really, I mean, when he gets right down to it. Now, he wants to destroy you and everything you have. Amen. But he can't. Glory to God, because we're not subject to him any longer. Jesus gave us the victory. He said, "By whose, by his that that we might die to die or cease to exist to sin, live to righteousness." By his wounds, you have been healed. Isaiah fifty three. Now, Isaiah fifty three. Look. So you know we're, we look back. Uh, Peter looked back at what Jesus did. Let's look at Isaiah. Look forward to what Jesus was going to do. I find it very interesting throughout the, you know, and, and again, Pastor Hagen. I thought maybe he's going to preach my sermon. I was going to change, have to change here, but he talked about. He said, really, healing's not a promise anymore. It's a done, It's a. It's a fact. It's 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 a truth. It's accomplished. Amen. And God, knowing that, has given us several methods in the New Testament for believers to receive their healing. Amen. You know, in James he talks about call the is there any sick among you? James almost act like doesn't have to be. Well, you know, you've got to be sick sometime. How would you ever die? Come on now. See, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to get to the place. And I I I've just more and more and more falling on this. Romans 3, 4. Let God be true. Every man a liar. That includes Tad. Let God be true. Tad, if you don't believe what God said, then you're believing a lie. If you don't say what God says, you're speaking a lie. If you don't act like God acts, you're acting out a lie. Because God is true. His word is true. We sing about it. He's faithful. We call, you know, he's faithful. What's that mean? That means he doesn't lie. You can trust him. Amen. Isaiah 53, 4 and 5. New living. Yet it was our weakness he carried. It was our sorrows that weighed him down. We thought his his troubles were a punishment from God, a punishment for his own sins. But he was pierced for our rebellion, crushed for our sins. He was beaten so we could be whole. He was whipped so we could be healed. Glory to God. The Amplified says, Surely he has borne our griefs, sicknesses, weaknesses, and distress. In fact, that word griefs is translated as sicknesses of the places in the Old Testament, and carried our sin, our sorrows and pains, I'm sorry, of punishment. Yet we ignorantly considered him stricken, smitten, and afflicted by God, as if with leprosy. But he was wounded for our transgressions, he was bruised for our guilt and iniquities the chastisement needful to obtain peace and well-being for us was upon him and with his stripes that wound with the stripes that wounded him we are healed and made whole now I want you to see here again the prophet Isaiah speaking a prophecy from the Lord speaking the word of the Lord concerning what the Messiah was going to do mentions the forgiveness of sins and healing together that it would be accomplished you know God has always been a healer he told the Israelites, He said, I will take sickness away from the midst of you. He said, There will be there there won't be any barren among you. No one will cast their young before the time. He said, the Bible says he sent his word and healed us. David, David the psalmist, said, He said, Don't forget all of his benefits, who forgives all your sins or iniquities and heals all your diseases. God has always been a healer. He's always provided this. Now, I think one of the reasons that uh, I, I think this is so important for us again today is because of what is happening around the world today. All right, three years ago, almost four years ago now, can you believe it? Almost, you know, about about this time in in uh, 2019, they started talking about it, this COVID 19 thing coming. Right? They started talking about people already, there was already some outbreaks and some things, you know, started happening. And uh, besides besides all that, the narrative, I'm not getting, the thing that here, let's look at this from the spiritual aspect of it. Forget what everybody did in the natural, forget all that. That's neither here nor there. But the devil, who's a fear monger, talked to a lot of folks, Christian folks, a lot of faith folks into being afraid of a sickness or a disease. And when, how many of you know when you're in fear, you can't be in faith? They, are, they act exactly the same, except they're, it's actually fear is faith in the wrong thing. Amen. Well, it's almost like we forgot that there is no victory in death for the devil there's no sting, so we don't have to be afraid to die. So why would I be afraid of any type of sickness or any type of disease? Now, I'm not in a hurry to die, right? Not in a hurry at all. And, and, and Paul said, look, whatever you do, like with the eating to me, he said, well, if you eat, do it in faith. If you don't eat it, do it in faith. And people you know get, well, you're not in faith. Listen, I can't tell you whether you're, not, you're in faith or not unless you come talk to me just because I hear something. Besides that, I got the Bible serves for me to prove whether I'm in the faith. I got enough trouble trying to figure out if I'm in faith without you, figuring about about you all the time. In fact, if you're thinking about me all the time instead of yourself, you got problems. Amen. Live your life. You don't want to live my life i don't have room for that i'm trying to live my life you know what i'm saying i mean i got room for you yeah but i'm I'm just saying no i don't know but i don't i don't have room in my cranial cavity up here and in my brain matter to think about you all the time amen and i know same's probably true with you thinking about others Hallelujah. But fear. But look what God look what God did here. Now let's go to Matthew chapter 8. So he's got, he took care of, according to the word of God, he prophesied that he would do it. He did it. And then I said like in Luke, but here in Matthew 8, Jesus acted upon something that God had said was going to happen as if it was already a done th- fact. Ooh. How many of you know Jesus acted like God's word was true? Even before, what God said was going to happen, happened. Why? Because if God said it, it's going to surely come to pass. Amen. How many of you know God has said that we, his family, we're going to spend eternity with God? I think Enoch just got so convinced He just walked on with God one day. Amen. How about Elijah? Moses. You know, most people say, well, Moses died. Well, they never found him. Except on the Mount of Transfiguration, he showed up, didn't he? Praise the Lord. Did you find Matthew 8? Look at verse 16 and 17. That evening, many demon-possessed people were brought to Jesus... He cast out the evil spirits with a simple command and he healed all the sick. This fulfilled the word of the Lord through the prophet Isaiah who said, he took our sicknesses and removed our diseases. Yet he hadn't borne the stripes on his back yet, but yet he healed as if it was done. Right? Now listen to the Amplified here. When evening was come, They brought to him many who were under the power of demons, and he drove out the spirits with the word, and restored to health all who were sick. And thus he fulfilled what was spoken by the prophet Isaiah. He himself took in order to carry away our weaknesses and infirmities and bore away our diseases. Now, let's think about this this, this situation of sin and health being paid for at the same time. Now, you know, really, no God fearing Christian would ever admit to saying, or what shouldn't ever say, you know, it's okay just to sin a little. It's okay to have a little sin in your life. It's okay. You know, now we know we're not perfect yet. <laughs> Forever, you know, we might not, you may not walk in love every time. But thank God, go back to God, get taken care of, forgive, ask for forgiveness when you need it, right, when you need to tell someone you did wrong, tell them, okay, you know. Now, if they don't know you did them wrong, don't go, <laughs> amen. I mean, some things, you know, well, you don't know this, but I had horrible thoughts about you. <laughs> now, they got horrible thoughts about you, you know, and now we, now we got problems, You can handle some of that with God. Well, if it was paid for at the same time, and we're to to resist the devil, right? Now, most of the time when we think about resisting the devil, we think about what? Sin, in the area of sin, right? Resist, stand against that temptation. Stand against that. Are we as aggressive in resisting sickness and disease and living free from it as we are in our resistance of living free from sin. Because all I'm saying is it was paid for and accomplished at the same time. Now we've I've talked about before and we've talked about that the, the idea, the word saved and the word salvation, as translated in the English Bible, these words come from words that mean more than just the forgiveness of sins. They mean it means healing. It means safety, it means preservation and soundness, yes. It means all those things. So with what we've, what, what we've read here and what we've seen, that I just want to encourage you tonight to start seeing healing and health as much of a right of yours and a possession of yours as you do the righteousness of God. Well, we've been redeemed. The Bible says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. But what, what you're not saying you're redeemed if you say, well, I'm waiting on my healing. I believe God's going to heal me. Are you believing God's going to forgive your sins? Or has he done it already? Are you going to believe someday you'll be righteous? Now, I know there's some Christians that do believe that. Or are you going to believe what the Word says? It says you are the righteousness of God in Christ. Well, if you're the righteousness of God in Christ, you're the healed of the Lord. It belongs to you. Amen. Now, I didn't say that you're never going to have symptoms come your way. You know, listen to Brother Hagin. He talked about I hadn't had a headache for all these years, you know. But he said, I did pass up a lot of good opportunities. Amen. Well, how many of you have had opportunities to not walk in love? And hopefully you pass those by. Hopefully, right. Well, you're going to have opportunities to, to, to not live, a, live like a righteous person, but you're going to have opportunities to not live like a healed person. But how do you, how do you stay free? You resist the temptation and you declare what you are. I'm a new creature in Christ. Old things have passed away, all things have become new, and all things are of God. And, and, and in that, I am the righteousness of God in Christ. Well, what about in this other area? What about when symptoms come your way? I am the healed of the Lord. By his stripes, I am healed Amen. in the same body that bore my sins. He bore my sicknesses and carried my diseases. Amen? Amen? You know, in Luke chapter thirteen, it talks about a woman who was paralyzed, bent over. She had not paralyzed. I'm sorry. She was She was bent over for eighteen years, walked around like this, going to the synagogue all the time for eighteen years. Jesus healed her on the Sabbath day. The priest got mad, got mad at him, he said there are six days in which to be healed, to do the work. Don't come on the Sabbath day. And Jesus said, "You hypocrites." If you, you, every one of you t- uh, unloose your donkey or you tie up, you know, do that. If it falls, you do it. Ought not this woman, being a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan has bound, lo, these 18 years, be loose from this bond on the Sabbath day? Who bound her? Satan. Acts ten thirty eight. Jesus went about doing good, healing all that were oppressed of the devil. Well, if Jesus redeemed us from the sin nature, redeemed us from sin. He took us out of the power of darkness and translated into the kingdom of his dear son, into the light, glory to God. He took us out of the control and the authority of Satan in the area of sin. He also did it in the area of health for our bodies. But you have to, you have, you're, you have to believe that. You have to speak that. You have to think that way. Amen? Just as much as you think, I'm, I'm free from sin. I'm not going to live that way. I, I, I'm, I'm going I'm to act on the word of God. I'm going to act on the word in this way too. Now, here's the thing about it. In all these areas, the other thing Christ did is he removed the condemnation. Amen. There is therefore now no condemnation than their Christ. So if, if you've got symptoms, you're sick, you've got something going on, there's no condemnation. This sermon is not about condemning you for having it. This sermon is to encourage you to understand what Jesus has already done for you, and start changing over from the idea of "I'm going to be healed," I'm believing God, I'm believing for God to heal me, to start believing I am healed. It's mine. Faith is always right now. Now faith is not going to be someday. You know, we have the hope of heaven. We're not there yet. That's something in the future, hope of heaven. We don't have a redeemed, you know, the the redeemed body that's not subject to sickness. We don't have that yet. We're going to get that resurrection body, glory to God. We hope for it. Amen? But I don't have to, you know, and Brother Hagin made a statement, he said, you don't even really have to have faith for something that you already have. I don't have to have faith for the this Bible. I got it. It's mine. I have it right now. I'm not believing for it. I'm not hoping for it. It's mine. Forgiveness of sins is mine. Healing and health is mine also. Amen. 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 And anything that comes against that, Satan trying to steal what Jesus has done for me. Let's all stand up. No, don't stand up on your feet. Stand up on the inside. Father, we thank you tonight for your word. We give you praise and honor. Just right now, wherever you are, if you've got, if you're having symptoms in your body, lift your hand up, up to the Lord. It's just a sign. Lord, you are my healer, and I am the healer of the Lord. I thank you, Lord, that your healing power is working mightily in me. The life of God's in me, springing up in everlasting life, driving out every every symptom of sickness, every. Every disease, symptom of the disease, every virus, everything that doesn't belong because of what Jesus has done. I thank you for it, Father. Father, I thank you for your healing power. It is working right now in Jesus' mighty name. If you're here tonight and you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, everything I talked about tonight has already been paid for. And it's a free gift. You don't have to pay for it. It's already been paid for. Don't leave this place tonight. Here in just a moment, we're going to have our prayer team come down and you can come and pray with them. You need to make this right with God tonight.